Welcome back to another episode of The Extra Point. I'm Wes. I'm here with Bobby. What's going on, Bobby? What's going on, Wes? How you doing? Good great. to be back. Wednesday. Great, great to be back. Also rejoined by Matt with no more audio errors. Matt, what's up? Yeah, crystal clear, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. I'm going to go ahead and get to the game picks and uh, review last week's overalls here in just a second. But before we start, I want to give a quick uh, shout out or however you want to go about it about September 11th. You know, today's a very big day. Bobby, I don't know. Me and Matt, I know we were actually in the same grade in the same class when when it went I down. I remember it. Yep. I remember it, dude. I remember it that day. I remember, yeah. Um, I remember it was, a lot of kids walking off, out man. all around us. It was just me and you, kind of, and maybe three other students, and everybody else had been picked up from school. I mean, it was left and right and left and right. I mean, kids were getting picked up every which way. Yeah, I was 24 or 25 at the time, and mm-hmm. I was working at MCI, actually at Pentagon, Pentagon City Mall when it happened. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah, as a matter of fact, because that was one of the headquarters that was down there. And, um, yeah, I remember just after, the, you know, the plane hit the Pentagon City Mall, it just – or actually the Pentagon, it was just um, just man, uh, tandemonium. Everything shut down. Our fighter jets were over the skies. I was sitting at TGI Fridays until 11.30 or 12 before the highways were even open because nobody knew what to expect. Right? Oh, yeah, so, no, yeah, I, I yeah, couldn't was, imagine being I there. I mean, being in D.C., obviously, yeah. you know, which is, you know, like government capital of the world, you know, it, we nobody knew what to expect, everything. We were expecting the worst, you know. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, a day that we should never forget and something that we wish we never would remember, but. Never yeah. had to remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The one thing I will say about it, though, um. Everybody really, when you're thinking about anybody listening or, you know, anybody that happens to catch maybe this little piece, um, you should definitely live your life like it's uh, September 12th of 2011 you know, or 2001, excuse me. Um, I mean, that next day, everybody came together and that's the, that's, that's, that's what, that's what America's That's what you want to see in exactly. America. When we have tragedy that happens in this country. Everybody it doesn't matter. Everybody drops, man. Everybody drops what they're doing and and supports everybody. That's that's one thing I like about our country. You can say what you want, but uh, uh, the way that we come together when when tragedy like that happens is is pretty amazing. Agreed. Yeah, I absolutely agree too. Yeah, just unfortunately it has to come down to that situation, you know, or a situation like that to where you know we need to build each other. I wish it'd be a little bit better nowadays and not have to be situations like that, but. Nonetheless, a day that we will never forget. Yeah, thoughts out to you know all, all the people all that the were working in there. All the firefighters, yep. the uh, first the, responders, uh, yep, first everybody. responders, and the families of everybody. You know, I heard a crazy stat though before we uh, end this was that they said that one out of every eleven Americans, I think maybe at the time when nine eleven happened, right, would know somebody that knew somebody that was you know um, in there that, that was tragically Expected. did not make nine uh, eleven. Yep. Yeah, yep. Was that, that was that bad yeah. of a tragedy. Yep. So definitely take a minute today and you know reflect on you know the great country you live in and uh, hopefully great years to come going forward. And we will never see anything like this again. Is what we pray to hope for. Exactly right. All right. Going from that, we're going to go ahead and move into last week's picks. Interesting week. Interesting week. Uh, it was our first Very. time doing a recorded picks for you know our season. Uh, I think that based on it, it, it was an interesting start. Uh, Bobby, you are currently the leader at ten and six. Matt and I follow you at eight and eight, so not too bad. We both you no know, no losing records. <laughs> no, I mean I think I just got a couple you know reaches, but you know it's week one or two. You really yeah. don't know what to expect, man. You, you really know, I made some reaches, and you know that can. That's just what it is. Yeah, so, you know, great start for you. You know, hopefully we can uh, get, catch up and gain some steam. Now, another thing that we're also doing, last week we made locks. And if you don't recall the locks that we had, uh, Bobby, you went ahead and locked in Philly. 
Matt, right. you locked in Seattle, and I locked in New England as our winners. Now, we sp- we talked about it before the show, and we've decided that we're going to do a survival uh, elimination uh, fantasy football. Uh, if you're not familiar, it's like a Survivor with- League. Correct, yeah, yeah, yeah Survivor I'm, League. I do one of those myself. Yep. Yep. So if you're not familiar with it, essentially these are the rules. Uh, you have to pick one team that you basically your lock for the week to win. And the it's game. not against the spread; it's just a straight up winner. Yep, straight up winner or loser. Uh, and if you win, you advance onto the next round. Now, if you win and advance onto the next round, that next week's pick cannot be the same team. Once you pick a team, you cannot pick them again. You for cannot the rest use of the them season. again. Correct. Correct. Yep. So because we all won that week. We decided let's go ahead and do this. We're going to do it again for week two, and those will come up at the end of the episode. Uh, but first, we have to make some picks, and uh, we're going to sh- shortly uh, kind of recover what happened last week. Right. Um, and if you you know listen to this episode and you're trying to get any info on Antonio Brown, I mean, just check your Twitter feed. It's, it updates every five minutes. Um, <laughs> there, there's something new. We can't keep up with it. I listened to the last episode before we started recording. I'm talking about Antonio Brown not doing much in the Raiders. I mean, he's already on the Patriots, and he might not even so play. Outdated. Yeah, I feel like it's I'm listening so to myself from a year ago, and I'm just like, whatever. So if you need to learn anything on Antonio Brown, go look on Twitter. Adam Sheffield is the man to follow, or you can follow us at The Extra Point. We keep up with it really. Yeah, good. we got too much to talk about with our picks and last week's games and our opinions and whatnot to you know keep continuing giving this guy you know um, any leeway or whatnot. Like Wes has said, and Matt, just go on the internet, you'll see it. Just type his name in. That's right. Oh, so yeah. we covered Thursday night's game, Green Bay versus Chicago. If you missed that one, check our last episode out. Uh, iTunes podcast addicts and coming soon, iHeartRadio as well. Uh, waiting to get the clearance on that. It should be coming in within the week. So the first game we're going to cover was a 1 o'clock game, Redskins versus Philly. Now, that was a pretty good game. Started out with Washington kind of coming out of nowhere. Vernon Davis with the awesome touchdown, you know, uh, after the death of his grandfather. Uh, ended up losing it, in the, you know, losing steam in the second half, and uh, Philly came back and took the dub on that. I mean, the skins were up, what, 17 nothing at one point? Yep. They... 17 nothing, 20 to 7 at half. Yeah. Uh, my opinion on that game would be right after halftime, the Redskins, I believe, punted on their first two drives after halftime, and that just killed their entire momentum for the whole game, and they just could never recover. And then Deshaun that. Jackson took over. You know, that yep. guy just never seems to amaze <laughs> anybody. He can't age. I think he's second all-time now behind Jerry Rice with the most 50-yard touchdown receptions. Wow. Wow, yeah, that's I just insane, read that. man. Yeah, man. And he's yeah. a Redskin killer too. You got oh, yeah. oh shoot, he's, he's a shit. He's a Cowboy days. killer. He's a <laughs> NFC East killer, man. Wherever he's at. But <laughs> I read that stat though, and that was pretty amazing right there, though, man. He's definitely uh, working his way into the he's Hall of Fame right now, man. That speed was still amazing at his age right now. Like he's not slowing down. It's crazy. Yeah, and and yeah. It, it if you look at this game just strictly from stats, Case Keenum had a fantastic game. A lot, better than people, a, lot, a lot better than what people expected. Yeah, 30 for 44, 380 yards and three touchdowns. Their issue came on the ground, which is interesting considering they left a legend, a Hall of Famer, and they didn't suit him up. He was a healthy scratch for the game. For Darius Geis to get his first career start, yep. who he's not going to play this year, yep. probably the rest of the year. It, oh, wow, it's it's looking doubtful. He's having an, right. injury issues with his other knees being taken a look at. Uh, yeah. but I'm hearing up here up here uh, near D.C., I'm hearing that it's a, it's a torn meniscus. There you go. So uh, they're talking about, you know, it's most likely going to be about six weeks. Right. So right. you might catch him on the IR, come back for the second half designated to return, uh, and then right. you would have uh, AP and Chris Thompson. But AP will be your starter for this weekend. That is confirmed via Bleacher. Should have been the starter, in my opinion, last week. I very much agreed. Uh, for sure, they probably, very possibly, could have won that game if if he started that game. But who knows? The guy had like a thousand yards last year, and he's a Hall of Fame running back, and he's healthy. It's like really, I'm, I'm, I know Literally. that he was 
a little pissed off by, you know, being scratched over a guy that's never played one game in the NFL, you know, so. I mean, how can you blame him? How yeah. can you blame him at all? You know, so we'll see with uh, with AP going forward, but I think he'll be a lot better. They really, again, like you said, could have used him in that fourth quarter trying to, you know, get out of there with a win. They just couldn't do it, Control unfortunately. Yeah. Couldn't do it, and they took the L. Going on from there, moving on to the Jets and Bills game. Uh, the Jets led this one at the beginning, and another one of those games they seemingly let slip away. They shut him out in the first half and then allowed 17 points uh to finish the game, losing 17 to 16 late, late, late. Uh, I mean, Josh Allen coming away with the win, having two interceptions in the game. Sam Darnold, he went 28 for 41, 175 in the touchdown. So very pedestrian. They definitely handed the rock to Le'Veon Bell, but he could only muster about 60 yards, which could, you know, accredit a the lack of receiver quality because I mean, you really have James Jameson Crowder and your second. He had leading. 14 receptions. He, I think he had like 20 something targets. It was it was insane. And yeah. Uh, they just made that trade uh, earlier today or yesterday for Demarius Thomas. Correct. That was pretty interesting. Yep. Yeah, for I think a six-round pick. Yeah. Yep. So they yep. got they have Demarius Thomas now with Jamison Crowder, so that'll definitely help because their second leading receiver was Le'Veon Bell with six receptions for 32 yards. Now the thing is, you can tell just from looking at that, not watching the game whatsoever, that it was a bunch of very close short passes trying to make Sam Darnold comfortable, and unfortunately. It didn't lead to they let they let the Bills hang around. Another one of those games where oh. they let the other team hang around, and these week one games, it just takes a little bit of momentum to get going. Yeah, for sure. I thought uh, this. I think C.J. Mosley was. I'm not sure what the injury was after the game, but he was taken out. And when he was taken out of the game, is when the Bills started to come back. C.J. Mosley, it just shows how good he is. Oh. And he's, the, he's the quarterback of, of that Jets defense. Absolutely. Defensive leader. The Jets had four sacks in the game, too, um, and to the buff, to Buffalo's one. So you, you had some decent offensive line protection for the Bills. Now, obviously, Sam Darnold's ability to kind of move around helps that out a lot. Same thing with Josh Allen. But, yeah, I was, just a point on you right there, West. I was kind of shocked when I saw that Josh Allen ran the ball 10 times for, yep. yes, it was only 38 yards, but for a touchdown, he did a lot, you know, Made some good decisions late in the game, you know, when, um, you know, the pockets weren't open, the routes weren't there. He would actually tuck it and, you know, get the big yards that he needed to do. So, How about Devin Singletary, four carries, 70 yards? Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty good numbers right there. And <laughs> he was about on my 17 fantasy yards bench. Carry. He was yeah. on the fantasy bench, the dreaded bench. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that killed me. Anyway, uh, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah, that's the dang truth. Speaking of a whole other thing for you, Matt, we're going to go ahead and cover the Falcons-Vikings next. We'll, let you, we'll let you take the lead on this, Matt. We already talked about we'll let our team, you know. Yeah, you can you can handle All this right. one. 12 please, to 28 please, please. is the final score. Uh, playing in Minnesota, Falcons take the L to the Vikings. Matt, take it away. So uh, if you remember last week, I, I actually predicted the Falcons to lose lose this game. You did. Not not the way that they did though. Uh, that was <laughs> no dumpster fire rough. memes or no dumpster fire uh, gifts, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Turnovers. Um, we had two two turnovers inside the red zone. Devontae Freeman um, held the ball correctly. It was just one of those weird plays where somebody's knee or foot randomly came up and poked the ball out. That that's just part of football. That happens. Uh, and then Matt, my the worst part of this game was Matt Ryan's two interceptions. Man, yeah. The first one, the double coverage. You know, Julio was. If not triple covered, um, it, that that pick <laughs> killed me. Um, I, I could not understand why Matt Ryan threw that pass. And then the second one was just the dagger. Uh, we're on the two-yard line. 
we had momentum going our way, and then supposedly our tight end did not finish running the route, and Matt Ryan threw a pick in the end zone. Mm. Um, but really, those three turnovers were the game. Um, if we didn't, if we didn't make those turnovers and just got any kind of points on some of those drives, you're you're looking at a lot closer game. They're not going to be able to run the ball much. Kirk Cousins went eight for ten, yeah. ninety-eight yards. That was the big yards. thing. That was the big thing. It was all. It was the Dalvin Cook show. Um, the and, la- last year they had their their uh, offensive coordinator who was now Jacksonville's. Uh, mm-hmm. he was uh, he was big about the uh, the passing game and they didn't run it a whole lot and they wanted to make sure that was a point this year and boy did they prove that week one. We fell right into their game plan, man. Um, yeah. Fell right into it and it, and we just couldn't recover. Um. Like I said, if you go back, I mean, we t- we scored two pretty much garbage time touchdowns. It was twenty-eight to zero. Um, but if you really go back and rewatch that game, uh, we could be it could have been fourteen-seven at half instead of you know uh, twenty-one to zero. Right. But it is what it is. Uh, I think we we learned a lot about our team, and you know we just got to move forward. Uh, you know what, though, Matt? I mean, going up to Minnesota, I, mean, I think we all – I don't know if you picked them West or whatnot, but, I mean, I picked, I picked, um, I picked Minnesota. Yeah, you, you and guys I, Matt, them. you and I picked Minnesota. Kind of in a close game, and um, it's not the end of the world for the or for the Falcons. No. Like, looking at stats right not now, how Calvin count, count Ridley was, you know, four catches, 64 yards, and a touchdown. Um, they they covered Julio. It was – right. they, they double-teamed him the entire game, which normally happens. It's not an uh, easy place just, to play up there, too. You know, first game no. of the year, you know, th- things aren't getting rolling as much, you know, as they would be in week three or four. Home home field advantage, you know, is more of a thing early in the season. Um, we'll see if they bounce back this week, though. But I wouldn't be in panic mode if I'm a Falcons fan right now. No, not yet. There's an abs- I mean, the Vikings are definitely a good playoff week caliber one, team. So. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yep. So going forward from that, we have the uh, the demolition that was the Ravens versus the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> the demolition. The Lamar Jackson like show. Yep. Hey, I'm a running back. Yeah, right. Un- un- you see what he said? Yeah, he, yeah, he said, not bad for a not running back. Not bad for a running back. Right. So when you go out and throw for five touchdowns before the fourth quarter, you get to sit down for the for the fourth quarter and relax because, I mean, he just went out there and dominated. RG3 even coming out there going six for six, 55 yards <laughs> and a touchdown. I mean, it, it was not – Everything was clicking for the Ravens that night. A loss, that so, a loss so bad for the Dolphins that many of their players contacted their agents in regards of getting moved out of Miami. That's how bad it's already gotten. Unfortunately for Matt, there was no Fitz magic at all. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick goes 14 for 29, 185, one touchdown, one pick before Rosen comes in and goes one for three for five yards and a pick. Um, Yeah, that's one pick I'd like to have back for sure. Oh, I bet. (laughs) I bet. Trust me, I feel you there. But not a whole lot to cover in this game. The Ravens looked fantastic offensively and defensively. Again, I know it is Miami. Regardless, they, they, they looked really good. They looked solid. I like the game plan by Harbaugh. Ingram, they got it to him early and 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 uh, often. 14 rushes, 107 yards, and two touchdowns. If you had him in fantasy like the guy that I played against this week, you had a good week. Um, so it was a great game. Marquise Brown, four receptions, 147 yards, two touchdowns. Andrews, their tight end, over 100 yards. I mean, you can just keep going on through the stats. I mean, they just played a fantastic game. Every Earl, got, everybody got paid that day. Yep, Earl Thomas, Marlon Humphrey, both with interceptions and pass deflections. I mean, you, you go through it and you just look, and it's just consistency. Now, how do they take it in the next week? So that that's what I want to see now. Now that you're not playing Miami, let's let's see what you do. They do have a home game next week. I can't against Arizona. That. Yep, yep. So we'll see how they do against the rookie, and we'll definitely talk about that here in a little bit. 
uh, moving on, we're trying to get through these games, not too slow. I'll just here. mention this game we're going to talk about because you're going to take the lead on this one. Yep. We're going to go with the Chiefs, 40, <laughs> Jaguars, 26. Yes. And I'll tell you what, though, this game was, uh, you know, the early game of the day. And I knew Wes was there, and I was watching it on TV. I was glued to it. I can't tell you a more entertaining first half in this game. There was so much that went on in that oh, first yeah. half. It was absolutely Not just with chaos. scoring or players scoring. Sammy Watkins, Foles getting hurt. Um, Miles Jack ejections. Uh, it was about as entertaining as a game all week. So, um, yeah, Wes, yeah, so, tell us your thoughts. Uh, again, was there live. It was great until about – little bit into the first quarter, Nick Foles got a total of 11 plays as a Jaguar before he comes out. I'm watching him on a third and deep play, uh, not expecting too much, just hoping we can maybe get a little farther up to punt. At best case scenario, Foles delivers a dime in the corner to DJ Chark, who made a fantastic catch. And I'm following the ball, obviously. I see him score. I'm celebrating. We've got a touchdown. That's it's fantastic. That's great. I, next thing you know, I see Foles walking with his, holding his arm straight to the locker room. I'm like, oh, shoulder, go. You just know right then there. When yep, and I, think, I think you messaged me immediately afterwards yeah, and told me. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so then he came out, but you know, believe it or not, even after he came out, the offense was not the problem in that game. The Jacksonville defense got completely annihilated the whole game, which I believe is the main reason that led to Miles Jack getting ejected. It was pure frustration because they could not keep control of any of those receivers. Most notably and surprisingly, Sammy Watkins, who went off career day. I mean, insane man. Nine receptions insane. on 11 <laughs> targets, 198 yards, and three touchdowns. Travis Kelsey, three receptions on 88. Now, what I will tell you is pregame, Jalen Ramsey was 100% shadowing Tyreek Hill until he came out, obviously, with the injury, which is why Tyreek Hill went right. two receptions for 16 yards. Outside of that, I can't tell you exactly what the cornerbacks were doing. Boye was off and Hayden was off as well. Miles Jack could not keep up with Kelsey, and it was evident from the get-go, which led to his frustrations. And I believe that's why he, in the long term, got so upset and ejected for it in the long run. Gardner Minshew, though, has to be noted here. He came in and did everything he could to keep this team in the game. The only reason it was 26-40 to 40 is because he just balled out. I mean, the dude started 13 for 13. He's your first rookie from this draft class to quarterback to come out and throw. Started 13 for 13, finished 22 for 25, 275, two touchdowns and a pick. Uh, I think he has the best quarterback rating of any rookie quarterback ever in their first game action that correct. threw over more than 15 or 16 passes. You're I think right. he has the record for he does. the best in stats and quarterback rating. And he, and, that and, interception – go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. What were you going to say about the interception? I was going to say that the, and the one interception that he had it was on didn't a drop. that go off Leonard Fournette's hand? Yep. Yeah, exactly. So, per, per, so what are we talking about so, here? So here you go. Exactly. So pro per, pro, uh, per, per. Per, per, sorry, per pro football focus – Say that 20 times fast. Um, exactly. <laughs> he was 22 for 25, but all three incompletions were drops. Right. So me being a Jaguars fan, and, and we'll wrap it up here real quick, um, I'm hoping two things. I'm hoping, A, we have just drafted the next Tom Brady, the next sixth-round quarterback. <laughs> yep. Stretch, but I'm dreaming. Or secondly, maybe this guy can hold us out until – uh, Nick Foles is designated to return. By the way, put on IR for the broken collarbone. Will return week 11. It's looking like maybe. Is that what the rumor is? Yeah, right that's now. what we're yeah. looking at against the Indianapolis Colts. Right. But if, if you can go 500 in that stretch with this kid right now, man. It, you, guess what time it is? It's time for Nick Foles' magic. When does he usually step up? Late in the season when yeah. he's got to come in. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. We'll see. I'm very be setting us up for a hell of a Jaguars run, man. It could I, be amazing. I'm not holding my breath. This for is anything. just how they scripted it right here, bro. Oh yeah. 
all I'm hoping for to play, but yeah, all I'm hoping for is is something to keep me positive for the next few weeks. I can't be out this early. I can't do it. <laughs> uh, also, again, injured in that game, Tyreek Hill is out four to six weeks with a uh, collarbone issue as well. Had to actually be taken to the hospital to make sure there was no chest issues, but he he seems all good to go. Uh, Mahomes got beat up in that game pretty bad. Took a lot of hits. He actually came out for a moment and uh, he came back in a little. Yeah, bit that of ankle sprain is bothering me. I picked yep. him up in the third round of my fantasy draft, so I was kind of like, oh, come on. Man. <laughs> I mean, he did you see that one pass that he uh, tried to throw to Kelsey yes, in the corner end zone, like no look? And I'm like, this guy, like I get it, bro. Like you know how to no look pass, but like careful. Come on, man. Like we know you can do it. Just make that touchdown pass, but whatever. It is wide open. Moving forward to possibly the most shocking game of the day, the game that we actually had a sweep on and we all were wrong, Cleveland versus Tennessee. Tennessee flat out demolished them. I mean, it wasn't even close. It was embarrassing. The Brown Stadium, people were pulling up the night before. By halftime, it was almost empty. You know what? I kind of – we all picked this game this week. Mm -hmm. But going from, you know, our episode a couple months ago – I had a feeling, and you know, I I had never predicted the Browns going to the playoffs this year. I just had this back feeling in my back of my mind that they're gonna. Everybody has them going so far, blowing up in right. the beginning. Here's right. what they're gonna do. And hey, a I, lot I, of people I, think they're gonna start off slow. I mean, it's the Browns, bro. Yeah, the I Browns. said the same thing, and, <laughs> I, and I know you know. I told you they're about a year away. Right. About a year away. Yeah. Freddie Kitchens, I don't think is ready as a head coach, but I didn't think this was no the game way, they were man. Lose. They never even lost a game close to this much last year. No, all their exactly. games last year were within like ten points or less. Close. They're all know? really good games. Yeah, um, you you have the the I don't know. I can't even explain what happened to Baker Mayfield in the fourth quarter, falling apart, throwing all three picks. I believe in the fourth quarter had a zero rating for the fourth quarter, lowest quarterback rating uh, in the fourth quarter in like the last five or six years. I mean, it can't get any lower than zero. So. There you go. Uh, Matt, you have any big points from this game? It was just embarrassing, man. Uh, we all got let down on this one. I yeah. think we were all riding that hype train, um, and we all got shut down. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how they – we'll see how they – recon- We'll know, see how we all picked them it. this week. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, Mariota balled out. Yeah, he did. Uh, that was, that was pretty surprising. Derrick Henry had a good game. Um, Derrick Henry, and I don't need no. to cut you off, Derrick Henry is probably one of the most underrated running backs in the league. And I can tell you because we get demolished by him twice a year. And he's a slow starter, though, usually. Yeah. You know, like, you know, last couple of years he's a slow starter and he kind of turns it up in the second half of the season. But uh, it's good to see him, you know, starting off slow yeah, or absolutely. starting off strong he's early a, in the year right now. He's a downhill runner. Oh, well, so certainly. It's not, you know, he's not an elusive back that's going to – you know, he's not a Devontae Freeman or, or Kareem Hunt. He's not a little twitchy kind of guy. He's he's all power. Oh, yeah. Will run people over. So Without hesitation. Without yeah. hesitation. So, yeah, again, Titans came out. They're going to actually be atop of the AFC South right now, leading week one with the Texans, Jags, and Colts all losing. So they take that uh, – they take the holster of the AFC South right now, a team nobody thought would really have a chance. But, again, like you said, it's week one. Going forward, Rams, Panthers, another game I believe we had as a sweep with for Carolina. We all got it wrong. Uh, LA yeah. comes out and gets the job done in, in Carolina. Yeah, travels Coast. across the country, man. Big win. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of the stats I'm looking at right now: Cam Newton, 25 for 38, 239 yards, and no touchdowns and interception. Um, 
Really not efficient. Typical cam. You know? Let's yeah. talk about Christian, Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Yeah, I mean, let's anybody talk that, about that. So all the hype was right when you had when they had him in the top three or four as overall fantasy. Uh, oh, when I took picks. him. And yeah, you know, let's see what his numbers were. He had 19 carries for 128 yards and two touchdowns and 10 receptions and for 81, 81 yards yeah, in the air. So that's 200 plus yards total offense with two touchdowns. So yeah. He's a real deal. I mean, I knew he was a real deal back in college when he yeah. was at Stanford, being yeah. my boys there for a little while. So he's just starting to get into his own. He's he's turning himself into an elite football player. We know that. Wow, yeah. He's just – I mean, he stepped it up to another notch. Um, unfortunately, they couldn't come away with the win, but, I mean – The Rams you, coming across country. You know, yeah. Yeah, Jared Goff, what, 23 for 39, 186 yards, one touchdown, yeah. one interception. You know, eh, you know, just kind of played a safe type game. and you know, Game girl, manager. Yeah, game manager Gurley, fourteen carries, ninety-seven yards, no touchdowns. Yeah, Gurley had a good game for all the all the trouble he's gotten this offseason about his knee. He had a pretty solid game, and I like the way McVay's treating it. He it's it's kind of a one-two punch between him and Malcolm Brown. And Malcolm yeah, Malcolm Brown, yeah, 11, eleven carries, fifty-three yards, two touchdowns. I mean, that's that's exactly. what you want in your backup. <laughs> exactly, and, and and fairly, you know, your receivers did fairly well. Robert Woods being your leading one, uh, eight receptions for seventy yards. Cooper Cup had seven for forty-six. Brandon uh, Brandon Cooks uh, was the only one that was probably a little bit of a disappointment. Two receptions on six targets for only 39 yards. But other than that, it was a pretty solid day for the Rams. I'd like to see a, a, a little bit more out of that offense. And uh, for Carolina to put up 27 points on their defense, pretty pretty dang good, I would say. Yeah, I think uh, Jared Goff, I think, I think he's just a guy. Um, <laughs> Right, he's you know, a he's a safe uh, player, man. I'm saying, with you, man. He's, he's not gonna light he's it up. A guy, man. Right. Like, you know, he's he's I'm not. <laughs> I don't they, want. I, they have a good team. Yes. Um, yes. You know, I, he's. I, I, I could have won that game. From, I feel they have like. a good it, defense it, with Aaron. You know, Aaron Donald and you know Akeem exactly, Talib and Marcus Peters and those guys back there. But I'm with you though, Matt. He's just kind of like there. You know, he's kind of just, just like a guy. He's not. He's not bad. He's not horrible by any means, but. He's not a guy that to, to put the game on his shoulders at the end of the game or anything. You know, it's it's very right. rare that he pulls that off. Yeah, it, it's definitely he's treading towards uh, game manager territory as far as a quarterback sure. is concerned. Uh, but again, congratulations to the Ram. They the, the Rams they are one and. It's a big win for them. They'll go across win. country in week one. Yeah, huge win for confidence alone. Yeah. Uh, next game, uh, Baltimore, Seattle, or I'm sorry, uh, Cincinnati, Seattle. Uh, you had a way closer game than any of us expected. I thought that yeah, I was going to be a blowout. I had it thirty to three. I think was what I predicted. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> thirty to three or something like that. I had it nowhere close to this. I mean, they played fantastic. Andy Dalton came out and just was throwing fire. But that John being said, Ross, John Ross, dude, my up, boy man. from Washington, man, yep. Mister Four Two Two, the fastest guy in NFL history in the combine, you know, from my University of Washington, went back home and lit it up. What were his numbers? Uh, seven for one fifty-eight and two touchdowns. Yeah. He came out finally to living play. up to his draft pick right now. Absolutely. Dalton did have to throw the ball fifty-one times, which I do think led to their demise in the end. He threw for four hundred and eighteen yards, so he had a hell of a week. But the run He'll game, too, so. yeah, the run game just could not get going. I'll tell you what. Well, if he I'm had a, two if fumbles. A, go ahead, man. And he he lost both fumbles too, so that's also. I mean, that's right. That always do you in. No. If I'm <laughs> yeah. a Bengals, if I'm a Bengals fan though, like I'm sure a lot of them did not expect you know them to be in the game this late going into a hostile territory like Seattle. If I'm a Bengals fan, I'd be pretty happy about that result. To be honest I'd with be you. Satisfied. I'd be a little satisfied. I'd, be I'd have reason you. to be hopeful considering how bad uh, Pittsburgh looked and Cleveland looked. 
I'd be pretty happy. Exactly. I'd be pretty happy to lose a close one and not get completely wiped out. Uh, But again, close game. Russell Wilson comes out uh, and team comes out on top, gets the W21 to 20. Uh, Going forward from them, we will see. We have the Colts and the Chargers. Uh, Chargers ended up coming out with a win, 30 to 24. This was a kind of a fun game to watch. I got I got to catch the tail end of this game. Um, Joe, Jacoby Brissett came out and did it kind of what I thought. He'd have a pretty dang good day. He wasn't going to be two-faced. 21 for 27, two touchdowns. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just going to yeah. ask you what his numbers were because yeah, I really, he, to be honest with you, I didn't watch anything of this game, but he not, was, not bad. He was good, but the story of the day was definitely Marlon Mack. 25 carries, 174 yards, and a touchdown. He, <laughs> one of those being a big run, I will admit, but he, he had a good day. T.Y. Hilton comes up with two touchdowns. That was huge. Um, on the on the Chargers side, they actually end up losing Hunter Henry in this game. They're going to lose him for, I believe, uh, six to eight weeks right now. We're looking at, uh, mm-hmm. so we'll see what's going on uh, or when what the timetable is for his return as we get a little more info. But right now, we're kind of just waiting to see what happens. Uh, Austin Eckler had a great day. I mean, he didn't put up anything crazy like Mac. Twelve rushes for 58 yards, but he could definitely be the man back there. Uh, well, he also he has he also had six receptions for 96 yards and two touchdowns. Correct. So he had three touchdowns in that game and a 4.8 rushing average. Correct. That's a pretty damn good day, you know, stepping up in uh, uh, Melvin Gordon's shoes there. So right, um, and that's what I'm saying. Chargers, he can definitely handle that load, no problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Keenan Allen actually the leading receiver, eight receptions, 123 yards. So it was nice to see him get through a game healthy. You know what? This is a guy that like everybody left for dead about three or four years ago because he's always injured. Every year oh, yeah. we would do fantasy, he'd be like, oh, he's one of the top four receivers or whatnot. But the last, two, t- last couple of years, he's been coming on his own right now. And it's good to see that because I always thought he was a hell of a receiver. Um, another screen, another storyline out of this game, kind of maybe a lower-key storyline that not a lot of people paid t- uh, too much attention to. Vinatieri struggles. Um, struggles heavily in this game. Misses two field goals, misses an extra point. Um, he only hits one out of three from long from 44 yards or – are we seeing kind of the end of uh, Vinatieri? I'll go on this one. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's kind of like the Brady when it comes to kickers. It's like eventually you got to see him slow down or whatnot. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, how old is he right now? I would 47. Say 47. 47. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, your legs, your legs got to yeah. <laughs> eventually, you know. Done. Goat, man. If Goat. I had – he, I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. He's got – I don't know how many rings, uh, what three or four. I don't He's know got what the a numbers lot are. Of rings that from his foot. Let's right. be clear. And, that, and just you foot. know, I, I don't even look at him as how many rings he has. Just so many clutch kicks that he's made in his career of me growing up watching and whatnot. Um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it was last year. Five you know? and in kicker, five years and then yeah. the Hall of Fame. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah. without yeah. a doubt. Uh, going forward, we had the uh, San Francisco Tampa Bay game, which was. A pretty pretty damn good game. It was it wasn't the prettiest of games, but it was it was pretty fun to watch until the end. There, the score kind of got not blown unless, out not if you're a Jameis Winston fan. And no. I work a whole I work with the whole but you know down here in Florida, a lot of us fans in here are Tampa fans. A lot of guys I work with, and they are about done with that guy, man, Mister Pick Six. And <laughs> if you look at his numbers, man, within the last few years, like this guy has led the league and picked more than Jake Cutler did. You know when he went through his stretch, he actually passed Blake Bortles for the most turnovers. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Yo, Mr. Crab Legs himself, like he is, like I'm, he Mr. is on his. I, I will be yeah. so surprised to see him even be starting like three weeks from now or whatnot. I, I don't know, man. They're in trouble down there, over in Tampa with um, Jameis Winston. I just, I think I'm calling it right now, man. I, I just think it's. I'm not saying he's never going to play in the NFL again, but he's not going to be playing he's, for Tampa he's here. He's on, on the. He's on a, exactly, and then. 
on the San Francisco side, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, he looked very average in that game. Yes. I think the defense, um, I mean, Richard Sherman had a pick six, so they really kept him in that game. Uh, There's actually two pick sixes. I, I can't remember who had the last one. But the defense is definitely what won San Francisco this game. It was a lot closer than the score indicates, 31-17. Uh, the Buccaneers, in my opinion, they're, they just can't get it together, and they haven't for a while. Um, I think a lot has to do with coaching with them too, though, man, to be honest with you. They got Bruce Arians in there now, and, yeah. and mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Bruce Arians, especially Same. on the offensive side. I thought he would get the best out of Jameis Winston. Again, it's week one. You know, We'll yep. see. Quarterback guru himself. But, yeah, I knew it was going to take a few weeks to get him going. That was one of the reasons why I took uh, – I ended up taking uh, San Francisco week one. I just thought that uh, Shanahan would be able to get put together a better uh, game plan to beat them than Arians would with a less than stellar quarterback right now. I thought Jimmy Garoppolo could beat him in a battle between the two. It was just a matter of how the defense is held up. There you go. It's about the end of that. Giants-Cowboys, Bobby, it's all yours. Yeah, I mean, it was was a great game, obviously, on my behalf. Um, I was watching one of my best buddies over here at Hooligans here in Palm Coast. He's a huge Giants fan. My buddy Victor DeCasa listens to the show. Um, it started off well. I mean, if I remember the first carry of the game, Saquon went for about like 55 yards on the sideline. Yep. And I'm like, I'm, and he's a beast. Everybody knows he's a beast. beast. But um, just getting to the numbers, he finished with 11 carries, 120 yards. Um I think he had what four uh, four catches for 19 nothing yards, too, but pretty yeah, nothing too much. Like I mean, that. we kind of contained him as much as we thought. Um, the big story of the day, obviously, was uh, Dak Prescott. Yes, you know um, Zeke. Obviously, you know, I think he had maybe he had, about, uh, he had 53 yards on 13 rushes. Uh, he had 13 a touchdown, rushes, and I wasn't really, a lot of people weren't really expecting him to come in and you know do what Zeke does mid season, late season, and whatnot. But right. Um, the big story, obviously, was Dak Prescott and the receivers. Yes. And, um, the numbers the receivers. were ridiculous. I think he, I don't know, Dak threw for 403 yards, four yep. touchdowns, had a perfect quarterback rating of 158.3. Mari Cooper got his yards. Michael um, Gallup, though. That's, seven uh, receptions that's a, our on Our third seven round targets. pick from last year out yep. of uh, Colorado SMU, State. Right? Yeah, or no, Colorado, Colorado State. Colorado State, okay. Yep. And don't forget um, Cobb. You Cobb, know, yeah, you see that stiff four? arm that he made, yeah. too, man? Just. Uh, they just look like a well-oiled machine on offense. Um, it's, I mean, it's, I mean, we've been talking about this for the last couple of years. I mean, in our offensive line, look great. This is kind of what I expected. I didn't think Dak was going to look this good. To be no, honest with you. you know, like, yeah, this was a big spotlight game for him. Everybody's like, oh, is he going to get paid? Like, if he has a bad game, sure, you know. But they really impressed. Yeah. You know, uh, defense. You know, on the uh, defense, I thought could have looked a little bit better. You know, um, I thought the Giants moved the ball in the first half up and down the field a little bit more than I would like to see. But overall, I'm a happy camper being a Cowboys fan. And I think Dak Prescott is putting himself up there to be one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the league right now. Most certainly. I mean, he went off. And I, I, I got he to was throwing some beautiful balls, That's man. That one Amari perfect, Cooper in the corner end zone. Oh, I mean, like, perfect spirals. I mean, right, he, yeah. if, if you could not imagined a better day, a better day for Dak Prescott right. in, in his situation. I mean, yeah. it was perfect. He did everything he needed yeah. to do. Uh, like you said with Zeke, we didn't expect a whole lot out of him, especially, you know, potentially splitting roles, which he actually ended up doing with uh, Pollard. And right. They went 13 rushes each, which right. – like, He got a touchdown. He looked good on yeah. that 12-yard run, you know, falling yeah. forward, what Zeke's going to do. But I think there were a few, a few weeks out before we'll see. You know, and I don't want to – being a Cowboys fan, though, you do not want to see – 400 yards a game from no. Dak Prescott because we will not go far if that's the case. We thrive when Zeke runs the ball and slows the clock down. So, But 
that will take people out of the box now. That's also yeah. where it's going to help big so, time. It's going to pull yeah. people out of the box. But uh, Dallas getting a very impressive one of my that was one of my favorite wins I think of the day. It was just a very impressive game all around for the Dallas Cowboys. They looked great. Let's see here. Moving forward, we had our our first tie in the first week of the season. Detroit Lions tie with the Arizona Cardinals. That was an entertaining game that too, by the way. I was watching that. Game. That was a late four o'clock game, man. I was sitting. I, I was coming blast. home all buzz from uh, and high <laughs> off of the Cowboys win, man. I sat on the couch and I was just like, Kyler Murray. I don't know. He came back. They were down by eighteen, I think, or right around a half or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Eighteen unanswered by Kyler Murray. Yeah. Kyler Murray was just. I mean, flat out impressive. I mean, from every aspect. Matt Stafford quarter, yeah, and in, in, the, in the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter, yeah. Matt Stafford, good. They had that timeout late by the coaching staff that ended up kind of messing everything up for the Lions and really led to the tie. To be honest, they could have avoided that whole thing had that timeout not occurred because they, I mean, they, it was game over. Um, other than that, you know, Matt Stafford goes out, and throws for three touchdowns, three hundred and eighty-five yards on twenty-seven for forty-five throwing. Uh, Hawkinson, your rookie, great yep. day. 131 yards on six receptions from nine targets with a touchdown. Danny Amendola, remember that guy? Yeah, he's still playing. Seven receptions, 104 yards and a touchdown. He had a fantastic game. And Galladay had uh, some pretty good numbers too, right? Four receptions, 42 yards and a touchdown. So he had a good day okay. as well. Uh, fumbles were the the big thing as, as well. Matt Stafford with a couple fumbles in the game. Um, Jamal Agnew as well had one, uh, lost that one. Matthew Stafford was able to, he lost one, but was able to hold on to another one. Kyler Murray, um, ends up finishing 29 for 54. So they had him throw in the book. David Johnson looked impressive, albeit he didn't, I mean, it wasn't a hundred yard day, but he had 55 yards receiving with a touchdown on six receptions and he had 82 yards on 18 rushes. I think he's going to have a better year this year than he did last year. I think he's going to be a lot better. I think. He's past that injury, you know what I mean? This air raid sort of offense they're trying to do right. is going to actually help him more than he knows, more than he thinks, and I think more than a lot of teams think. I think Arizona's a pretty darn good team, but it, it's not there yet. It's not all together. Kind of- there's a couple stats that I like in this game. One is uh, my boy Larry Fitzgerald, yes. eight receptions, 113 yards, and a TD. This man is still balling. He is – He's one of my favorite players of all time. Just the way he presents himself and carries himself as a as a professional um, football player. He just I can't get enough of Larry Fitzgerald, man. Oh, um, and, absolutely. And then the other exactly the other guy would be T.J. Hawkinson. Yes. Uh, who uh, we just have a we have a live update on the podcast. Uh, I just picked him up at fantasy football. <laughs> oh, that's a hell of a pick. 131 yards and a touchdown. There you go. Um, I think Matt Stafford's going to love him all season. They're, they're, it's just going to be a good matchup. Agreed. Um, good game, though. Great I'll, game. You know what, though, Matt? I'll agree with you. Remember, I think we were texting on our chain. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald was out there making catches like he was when he was 22, 23 oh, yeah. years old, man. But, yeah, I mean, that awesome. guy just never great. seems to amaze me, man. If there's not uh, – he is epitome of not just a person, you know, but a just a football player and pro- everything. Like, he is yes. about as perfect in every category as you want as a professional athlete. If, if you got a, a kid growing up watching the game and they, they want to idol somebody, make just them watch Larry Fitzgerald. I can't wait to watch when NFL comes uh, – uh, what, what do they do? What does the NFL Network do? The uh, the life of, mm-hmm. you know, um, the story the, of – The life of, the yeah. Life yeah, of, it'll be uh, Larry Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald when I, it'll yeah, be that's awesome. going to be a great one. Yeah. Uh, again, tie game. Go figure. Yeah, I know. You know what, man? <laughs> Didn't we have a tie last year, week one? It seems like we always have a couple ties a year. Ties nowadays. are starting to become more prevalent. Because they now, yeah. you know, the new rules change and all that. So. Oh, yeah. It is what I it like is. it. I like it. It, it mixes things up. It's, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, but... it makes you not, you know, it makes you get more aggressive in overtime to, like, 
you know, we got to do this, which you know, can also lead to more mistakes. Or just play off because take that tie is better than having a loss. So depending on your situation, exactly right. 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 All right. Uh, <laughs> another disappointing game: uh, New England Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm pretty sure when I when I look at this game, New England came out and <laughs> did what awful. I yeah they did what oh, I thought. Oh, Matt, I think Matt had Pitt winning this game. He by did. Like, like he did. Or <laughs> he said pretty handedly. I actually listened to it pre-show because I was trying to figure out everybody's locks. All right, so Matt, you get dogged uh, on on this one, man. Don't worry, I'm sure I'll get dogged on a lot ours. this year, man. So we're all gonna get ours all up right. for sure. Yeah, uh, this this one was rough, man. Um, did not see this. Did not see the the outcome of this game at all. Thirty three to three is just. Ben wow. Roethlisberger, uh, are you done? Is he done? Like, what are what are we? And then James Conner, ten for twenty one. Like, I know they got down early, um, but I think not Ju- having Antonio Juju was, Brown. Juju was nowhere to be found too. No, he he did okay. Six six receptions, seventy eight yards, oh, no okay. touchdowns. Right. Yeah, I fell asleep on eight targets. So he was there, but he's used to having Antonio Brown take all the double coverage. So right. when they switched that on him. Who, uh, who else are they going to throw to? Uh, I'm not a big fan of Dante Moncrief. Not uh, Ryan either. Switzer <laughs> on their team is a, kind of an unknown-name guy that showed some promise in the preseason and, and stuff like that. But I, I don't see this team being as elite as it has been. I think they're kind of on the downhill. Yeah, we're going to see in that AFC North. Uh, it seems right now after just week one, it looks like the Ravens are the powerhouse there. Um, which you For know, sure. It, it's going to be a fun division to watch. That's one of my more exciting divisions right now, especially with all the Browns hype. We'll see, we'll see how it turns out. Uh, Monday night football games. We'll knock these two out, then we'll make our game picks. Uh, you had the Texans and the Saints. Uh, Saints – or Texans come down this field, score late. Saints rally back to win it, 30-28, to in a very odd finish. The Texans playing a lot of prevent defense in a situation where they shouldn't have been playing it. I am so mad that I did not watch the second half of this game. I had to fall asleep because I had to work early. And I woke up the next morning, and I will honestly say right now, you can quote this, Deshaun Watson is one of the baddest dudes in the NFL. Those two clutch passes he had, to, right there at the I mean I've never seen that. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. That's like Aaron Rodgers, like back in the day type passes. It's like no they were straight times. Like you can't. Those are so hard. Those passes are so ridiculously hard to make. The one on the sideline that he made to uh, Hopkins, and then the one touchdown yep. pass. To, I'm not sure. Who, I mean, you can't throw a better pass than that on his back foot. He has no O line. The guy got sacked like 13 or 14 times too, running for his life. He, I, I'm calling it right now, Deshaun Watson is not that far behind Mahomes when it comes to a quarterback. And can they, you imagine if I mean, had, that guy is that bad. Can you imagine if they just had a competent offensive line? I mean, they get Lamar Miller, but that's one of five pieces that you need. Right. I mean, if they can get a little bit more protection around this guy, that is a dominant, dominant offense. Now, the defense was, again, another one of those teams. It was surprising to see the defense go let down late, and I, I attribute most of it to coaching. Very, very suspect, very questionable defensive coverages late in a game with Drew Brees playing at home in right. the Superdome. It, it seems like they were playing scared. They weren't playing to win. They were playing he gets like the ball out so quick. I mean, that that's one thing everybody everybody that watches football knows that that's Drew Brees is probably his best strength. He he's accurate and he gets the ball out super quick. So when they needed, I think it was seven yards to get in, into to Lutz's, you know. More comfortable range. It was it was insane when you saw the safeties and corners, you know, and prevent defense. It was like, whoa. I mean, you know, they, in my opinion, they they, they kind of blew it. You know, oh, they definitely blew it a hundred percent. They had a very very 
very good chance to upset them week one. I mean, you need to get protection around Watson now, though, or he will not make it through the full season. Right, mm-hmm. uh, that, that's one. That's one fact. Nope, and he is your money man for sure, right there. Yeah, so, they, yeah. they drafted a winner. How, how do you feel? They finally got a quarterback, and they need it. Don't pull an RG three, man. Don't that's what I'm saying. Like, happen, why? Man. I mean, they knew that. I mean, you remember that game against Seattle when he got hurt? Uh, he went for like 400 and like 48 yards, and yeah. he got knocked mm-hmm. out. Like, how have they not addressed this offensive line issue, man? He is your franchise, like, very, dude. Like, I would just go calls. out of my wallet for that guy. And another little stat, the first time in J.J. Watt's career, he never recorded a tackle, a sack, or a quarterback hurry. Wow. So, what is, yeah, really? I just saw I that today. Not... Yeah, I just saw that today. First time wow, ever. Wow, that's He impressive. didn't record it. Yeah, yeah. So, he's kind of getting wow. towards the end of his career. So, they could have used J.J. Clowney because I think Clowney had a decent game uh, in, Seattle. You know, in Seattle. Yep. I think he had a sack and a half and um, a couple of hurries. So. That's what happens. That's like, true. That's when, true. When you though. trade for one fifth of your offensive line for, you know, like, right. Yeah. It, 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 they could probably afford to get one of, rid of one of them receivers too. And really just to help their offensive line. But that's just me. Uh, last game of the Monday night of their double header, Oakland and Denver. I'm sure a lot of us didn't catch it being we're on the East coast is like probably after one in the morning, but uh, the Raiders come away with the win for me, a surprising win, not for you two. You guys guessed it correctly. Um, Oakland, uh, Derek Carr looked fantastic. 22 for 26, 259 and a touchdown, no picks. Josh Jacobs had a great nine too. 85 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. I mean, that's nothing to be, uh, you know, to be mad about one reception for 28 yards too. They, they had a pretty good game. Now Denver couldn't get anything going until about the fourth quarter when they started, you know, getting momentum outside of field goals. You know, that that's really all they had. There was a cup. There was a play to Deshaun Hamilton, um, in the end zone, he should have caught. I mean, not wide open, but he he should have caught it. That would have really changed the aspect of this game that he ends up missing on. And, and they had to kick a field goal on that drive, missed the field goal, and it, it turns into nothing. So that that one play could have changed that whole game. But Denver's defense, no hits on uh, on no, Von Miller wasn't really a factor. Yeah, it no, was. The defense was not a factor. It's like they didn't show up. Well, okay. offense showed up, but the defense did not show up. So, um, Oakland coming away with the win week one. That'll that'll be that's fantastic for them. Yeah, away from I, I, the know pumped, I know they were a little pumped. I know they're a little pumped up too, just to stick it to Antonio Brown. Be like, you know what, like, bro, we don't like, need you. We don't need you. Yeah, yeah. we can come. And, out and a lot of people, like Skip Bayless and Stephen A. Smith and all them, were saying, "Ha ha, look at you, Antonio Brown. They don't need you. They just got to win." So exactly yeah. right. Exactly right. Um, that wraps up the last week's games. Like. Yeah, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. When we get back, we're going to do our game picks real quick and get that knocked out and uh, see who can take the lead. We'll be right back. Joe Flacco is just a guy. And yeah. we're back. We are back to the extra point. Uh, getting ready to do some game picks here. Week two. Week two game picks. Uh, Matt, you had something you wanted to ask real quick, though, I believe. Oh, I, I had – Okay, yeah, so Bobby, <laughs> real quick. Uh, Talk to me. I just, just quick, real quick. On the, uh, the the Demarcus Lawrence um, turning down the kid with the uh, the Giants jersey on. And, I love it. And, you know, <laughs> thank you, okay, thank you, thank you. I was hoping that was <laughs> no no further elaboration. Just you love it. I mean, come on, man. Like these professional athletes, and you can't make everybody happy. And why is this one lady going to push her kid out when he's walking to his SUV van or whatnot? 
you know, hold up, you know, wearing a cowboy or wearing a Giants jersey. And I don't know what he was holding, a white shirt. It must have been a Giants shirt or whatnot. And I know other fans will sign stuff that, you know, in an opposing jersey or whatnot. But whatever, man. It is what it is. He does a lot for the community himself. And, uh, yeah, good for him saying wrong jersey, bro. <laughs> wrong jersey no, thank kid. you yeah no exactly i thought that, that's, a, that's a perfect uh explanation that's what get over yourself for. this is signing nowadays man like it, it was and i couldn't believe you know the mom you know was like go 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 and literally you, you know, can see like, the hand pushing him like go right and it was like nobody else was running up you know he's got a security by him and like he's trying to get where he's going and it's like what are you doing lady but yeah i just wanted to ask that quick question get over it <laughs> man Society nowadays man you can't <laughs> please everybody man you really cannot do that. You can't and, please everybody. I believe he also said something about like there's thousands of kids that are Cowboys fans that can't get his autograph every day. Why am I going to exactly. go out of my way to get a Giants one? When they the- can't sign. They can't make everybody happy. People they, don't realize these guys are actually human response. beings. Man. They're not robots. They're not going to sit there for yeah. an hour. They have lives. They have families. And yeah. All right. If it, if it would have been like some like kid that was a, you know, that had a DeMarcus Lawrence jersey on and wanted his autograph and he didn't sign that because he didn't have time or whatnot that would have been a different story but in that situation no get over it that kid that's a learning lesson for that kid get over it yeah definitely uh let's go ahead and do these game picks man week two bobby you're leading at 10 and 6 how do you feel about your lead right now uh i mean that that was pretty much luck i mean it was i mean what was the difference between us i think there were just a couple games yeah just two games i think um i think i got one on the jacksonville you I got think, the the Jacksonville Kansas City, and then you also right. got the Chargers uh, versus the Colts game as well. Right. Those were the two ones right there. It's early on, man. It's yep. a long season ahead of us. So speaking of early on, we have our Thursday night game early tomorrow, or early as in it's in within the day tomorrow, um, yeah. tomorrow at eight twenty. Tampa Bay is going to be heading to Carolina to face the Panthers. Uh, two zero and one teams going there. Bobby, what are you thinking? I think I think the, I think Tampa's. Uh, I'm sorry. I think the Carolina Panthers are due for a win. I mean, they were in a battle last week, obviously with um, with the Rams. I got Panthers. You know, uh, by, by the way, I'm going with the spread. Panthers are minus six and a half points. Their favorites. Um, I actually have them covering barely. I got Panthers twenty one, Bucks thirteen. Matt, what you got? Um, this one is going to be close uh, division game, um, but I think the Panthers are going to break away in the second half. It'll be a decent game until then. Um, Gerald McCoy is now on the Panthers, uh, playing the Bucks for the first time since being cut. He's going to have some extra, extra motivation. Uh, I, got, I actually have the Panthers pulling away uh, 32-20 to 20 in this game. Yeah, I'm gonna be going with the Carolina Panthers. Second time in a row, or second week in a row, they're getting the sweep from us. Who would have thought? <laughs> um, Christian McCaffrey's gonna go off. I I think he's gonna have a fantastic game. I think that uh, you're gonna find a lot more of the mistakes that were happening week one on offenses are gonna start to go away. Uh, it's just a matter of how that defense steps up in response. But with Luke Keekley on the other side, I, I I have full trust in that defense. Give me Carolina in that one. I'm making a prediction. I think Cam is gonna break the dad back out, man. I think Ooh, they gotta go back out not. to the last three years. Yeah, hope not either, <laughs> man. But um, give it to me, 28-10. 28-10. Okay. All right, so we got a clean sweep on that one. Yep, clean sweep on that one. Uh, next game, your first Sunday game, you have Arizona heading to Maryland to take on the Baltimore Ravens. Matt, tell us what you got going on there. All right, for this game, I'm, I'm clearly going Ravens uh, at home. Lamar Jackson last week was incredible. 
if, if Kyler Murray is going to be throwing 54 passes a game, it's not. Gonna I work. don't. It's not going to work, especially with having David Johnson on your team. Um, so we'll see how that eventually works out. Uh, but no, I have the I have the Ravens uh, easily winning this game, uh, twenty six to twenty. Twenty six twenty. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm taking Baltimore as well. I think Kyler Murray got a lot. Of, they got a lot of good tape for him with how much he threw it last week. Um, and not even from the Baltimore side, the the Arizona side as well. They got a lot of good stuff on him for week one. I, I like I said, I think Arizona is is building something nice there. They're not there yet. And Lamar Jackson, I mean, it's hard to go against what what we saw that. Not only him, Ingram had a great game. The defense was strong. It was a good all around game from him. I think Earl Thomas is melded in there very nice. And um, uh, Antonio Brown's uh, cousin had a pretty decent game too. He did. A receiver, one yep. that you had them. Or I don't know if you had Baltimore drafting, but you had him going in the first round. I did. Yeah, Marquise Brown. Yep. Marquise Brown. Yep. I think he went for a hundred and a touchdown or two. He did. Yeah. He did. He had a really good game. So look, look for a lot from him. Uh, Bobby, spread and your prediction. Yeah, spread, so the spread on this game is Baltimore minus thirteen and a half points. So they're pretty heavy favorites. You guys pretty much touched on all the points I was going to say. Um, I got Baltimore 31, Arizona 16. Baltimore, sweep. Trend. I think that trend is going to continue going with the next moment, but we'll see. I've been wrong before. Dallas heading to D.C. to take on the uh, to take on the Redskins. Excuse me. Uh, Bobby, go ahead and spearhead this one. Yep. Cowboys are favored by four and a half on the road to Washington. Obviously, that's a division game, and going to D.C. is always going to be a battle. There's very rarely big blowouts there. Um, I think we're going to see the Cowboys train roll as far as I think Dak's going to have a good game. I'm not sure he's going to have a game like he did stat wise against the Giants. I think we're going to see a little bit more Zeke this time now, getting a little bit more um, in football shape. Um, I don't see I, I see the Redskins having this game pretty close going into the second half, but I have Dallas winning 28-17. Dallas, it is Matt. You. Yeah, this one's kind of hard for me because um, just the NFC East, they no, they normally play each other very well. They're normally tough, gritty games. Um, I have oh, – this one's tough, man. Uh, I have the Cowboys winning this game. Uh, I think it's going to be like 24-21. That, that's my prediction. It's going to be a close um, game, Matt. That's kind of why. I, I think – I mean, it, it could come down to a last-second field goal or, you know, late late touchdown on either side. It's going to be a good one. Um, but no, Cowboys, 24-21. Yeah, I'm going to take Dallas in this one as well, but I agree with what you're coming from, Matt. Uh, I mean, you look at last week's game, Philly had to come from behind a win. Um, albeit Dallas kind of beat up the Giants, but we weren't expecting a whole lot from them anyway, and they still were moving around on offensive side of the ball, so they, they were still moving. So it will be a tough game. It's not going to be a blowover by any means. The uh, the Redskins on offense looked fairly well last week. There's, it was just, If not for a defensive collapse, we could be having a different conversation with two one and no teams right now. So um, give me Dallas, but give me Dallas in a close one. I'm going to give it 24-21. Okay. Uh, yep, yep, yep. So uh, that's three clean sweeps to start. Um, here we go. I think we might get a little bit of separation in this one. Indy at Tennessee, division matchup. You got the uh, Tennessee who came off the win last week against Cleveland versus Indianapolis who came off the loss against the Chargers. They are heading to Tennessee. Tennessee's um, favored by three and a half. Tennessee's by three and a half in this game. Uh, I'm going to go with Indianapolis. I know they beat up on the Cleveland Browns last week. I just think there was so much hype around that team they couldn't handle it. I think Jacoby Brissett can handle the hype. He he did really good last week. I like Marlon Mack. I like T.Y. Hilton. I like that team. I'm still not a full believer in Mariota. He has been erratic at times. He 
he's one of those players, and, and the Titans in general for the majority of you know the last 15, 20 years are, are, are a franchise where they play great against the, this tough competition but seem to fall in the games they should win. And I feel like this is a game that technically they should be winning, but give me Indy in this one, uh, 24 to 10. Okay. Okay, so let's see. I got. I, right, I think right. I, I. I got the same prediction. Um, uh, I think. I think Jacoby Brissett's going to want to come back. And even though the Titans are at home, like you said, Marlon Mack. He he played. I mean, twenty five carries and one hundred seventy four yards last week in a touchdown. That was. That was a beautiful game for him. Um, no, I, I have the Colts winning this one too. It's going to be another tough, gritty game, though. It's going to be. 22 Colts, um, 17 Tennessee. All right, Bobby. I think we're all on the same pace right here. I mean, Tennessee obviously had that big blowout win against Cleveland. Um, Indy went across country and played a good game against the Chargers. I think we're going to see um, Indy get their first win, 24-21. Wow. All right. It's going to so- be close. It's going to be close. Yeah, I Believe agree. it or not, folks, the did first. You, any guy, by the way, did you, any guys see that hit that we – I love this – that, that guard. Right, yep. Yeah. Um, what the heck is his name? Gosh, I can't Quentin even – Nelson? Are you oh, yeah, when he kick? pulled and hit, hit, hit Melvin. Uh, um, the, 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 Melvin said, Ingram. Melvin Ingram on all He the laid his yes. ass flat when he pulled. I mean – Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I had to watch that replay a bunch of times. But I died laughing when I saw that video. I oh, man, he, he declared him, man. I mean, that – over it was hilarious yeah 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 he's a he's a stud man i mean he's a guy that's definitely going to be getting a big paycheck here in the next couple of years no question about it yep. next game sunday one o'clock you've got seattle heading to pittsburgh i like this game this, i do too the take on the uh, steelers matt what you got yeah uh i want to say i like this game but after the way i mean <laughs> They, the, the Steelers, Steelers hurt you. By the, by the way, the spread. They, by the way, the spread. Bad man, they hurt me. I'm going against them. Uh, I'm, I'm sticking with Seattle again. I think Russell Wilson will come in and and handle his business. Uh, DK Metcalf. You know, I think they're going to get more chemistry as the season goes on. Uh, I have Seattle winning. It's going to be a more high high scoring game than you think. It's going to be 32 Seattle, uh, 27 Pittsburgh. Okay. okay. I'm pretty similar with that, Matt, on mine. By the way, the spread in the game right now is Pittsburgh is favored by three and a half points at home. Seattle coming off, obviously, big win. Um, Pittsburgh coming off a big loss on the road in New England. I'm actually going opposite of you. I'm actually thinking that Pittsburgh is going to be hungry for a win. I think Mike Tomlin is going to have the team built up for this game. I'm going with an upset, or actually, it's not an upset because Pittsburgh's favored by three and a half. Um, I'm going Pittsburgh 30, Seattle 28. Yeah, but really, when you look at that spread, it's a pick 'em essentially yeah. with the three point with advantage. The three point, exactly, yeah. so it's a point five. It's yeah, a yeah. I'm at home exactly. I'm yeah. going with you. I'm taking Pittsburgh. They got knocked in the mouth by New England. Tomlin's not going to stand for that. And I think Roethlisberger and 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 Co. got embarrassed. I mean, flat out embarrassed in New England. I understand you're going to a tough game, and I didn't. Again, I didn't pick them win. I don't have the expectation that they're going to win, but at least show up. Right. So, right. um, give me Pittsburgh in this one. I think Pittsburgh's gonna gonna make. I'm not saying they're gonna go out and blow them out or anything like that, but they're gonna make a statement. Give me uh, give me Pittsburgh 28 to uh, 17. Okay, so we kind of have them. You know, points getting scored against Seattle on this one. I think we all have them. decent scoring game. I I still think, regardless, that Pittsburgh's a better team than than uh, the Bengals. Uh, I still feel that way. I understand week one's a little rough looking, but. 
I'm not leaving Pittsburgh for dead right now because nah. uh, they played, you know, uh, week yeah. one on the road and, <laughs> you know, Patriots getting their rings, you know, the ceremony and all that stuff. Uh, that was a hard game for them. Just, yeah, it, you know, it was a rough. It, on they, paper since day one, that was a hard game for them. Agreed. Um, next game, one o'clock, Buffalo heading to the to MetLife to play the uh, Giants. Who you got, Bobby? So Keep Buffalo is actually favored by two and a half points in this game going to New York. I think that we're going to see the Saquon Barkley show this game. I think the Giants are going to rebound. I don't see them um, losing this game at home. I mean, if they do lose this game, they'll be 0-2. It's going to be really tough in the tough NFC East division. I'm going uh, Giants 23, Buffalo 18. All right. All right. Yeah, I'm actually going to uh, – I looked at this game, and I hate to go against Buffalo again because they, 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 they had a very, very good gritty win last week. But, I mean – Two picks from Josh Allen. You keep, you can't keep doing that. I agree with you. I think this Quan Barkley showed the hell up last week. I mean, he was there last week against y'all. So right. if he's going to do that against them, I can only imagine what he's going to do against Buffalo. I mean, he's so got a big game as well. Give me the uh, give me the Giants twenty one uh, to Buffalo six. All right, yeah. So I'm, I'm, it's going to be another clean sweep here. I have the Giants winning this game as well. Their offense looked, or at least the numbers looked halfway decent against the Cowboys. Um, I, the big problem with them is is the deep throws with Eli Manning. I don't think he can make those throws like he used to, um, but that's what they need. That's, in my opinion, really the only thing that's missing of their offense is, is just getting those deep touchdown passes that you know a lot of these other teams are getting. Um, but I have the Giants winning this game 20-10. Uh, 20-10, to 10. 20 to 10, okay. okay. Another interesting matchup for me, at least I feel that way, San Francisco heading to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. Both teams uh, – uh, I'd say Cincinnati probably looked a little more impressive than San Francisco. Um, I think San Francisco got the luxury of a better better matchup uh, versus Tampa Bay than you know Cincinnati getting uh, Seattle week one out the gate up in Washington State. Uh, I think that's going to be a good matchup. You have the spread for us? Yeah, so Cincinnati is at home favored by one and a half points. Cincinnati is favored by one and a half points. I'm going to take Cincinnati. I like what I saw from Andy Dalton. I think Ross has improved. If he can stay healthy, he'll be good. I would like to see a little bit more from the ground game, uh, a little bit more from Bernard. Uh, but give me Cincinnati in this one, and I'm going to go ahead and take it. Uh, is Joe Mixon playing, or, did, or, or is he out right now? He or played, did, did he but play? it was very but minimal. It was very minimal. Yeah, right. you, you saw a lot more of uh, Giovanni Bernard. It, it seemed like he was having a little more success. His status is questionable so. as of right now for this weekend. So Mixon? Yes. Okay, got you. Mixon is questionable this weekend. But give me Cincinnati. Um, I'm going to take them 28-10. to 10. Okay. Matt, what do you got on that game? Um, I'm actually, I'm going to go San Francisco this game because I heard earlier today that AJ Green was in a walking boot. Um, not surprising. I don't know when he's going to be back from his injury. Still, I know John Ross went off last weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't, I just don't think that it's going to. Lightning won't strike twice. Andy Dalton, yeah, Andy Dalton throwing 51 passes is not going to win you games. No. Right. At least not from what I've seen. So no, I have San Francisco winning this game. Uh, 24-13. 24-13. Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of with Wes on this one. I, I think this is probably going to be the closest game of the week in my book right now. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going I'm going Cincinnati 23, San Fran 22. I'm talking wow. about maybe like a last-second okay. field goal type wow. of game. Right Very there. close yeah. game, yeah. yeah. All right. 
Los Angeles Chargers heading to Detroit to take on the Lions, who just tied last week in a game they honestly should have won and should have won pretty handedly, if not for Kyler Murray in the fourth quarter, uh, throwing some really good throws, setting up some good plays, some great offensive coaching by Cliff Kingsbury and Inco. Uh, fantastic. Detroit's getting a little bit of respect on the spread here in this game right now because the Chargers are minus two and a half at Detroit, which, uh, yeah, that yeah. is uh, – Detroit, I think, earned a little bit of respect on the betters' votes on that side of the week. So that's not really that bad. I thought it would be more of like a four or five spread on that. But go ahead. You want me to take that? Yeah. Yeah, you can go ahead and take that. I one. think, you know, I think Detroit's going to bounce back. I think Matt Stafford's, you know, looked kind of decent last week. I think they have a little chip on their shoulder after that um, big lead that they had and um, a game that they thought in their minds they should have won. They're at home. I think they're going to rally around. Chargers got to go cross country. I got Detroit winning 23, Chargers 20. Detroit taking the dub at home. Matt, what do you got? Um, this this one's uh is, is kind of tough. Uh, I didn't. Ex- I thought the Lions were. I mean, again, they were up. Uh, what 20, 21 to six or twenty four to six last week. Um, they, they had the game in hand. Uh, I don't know what happened to the defense in the fourth quarter. Um, this one's tough, man. This one's tough at home. I, I'm I'm gonna pick the Lions. Um, I think Matt Stafford, he played really well. Again, TJ Hawkinson came out, you know, balled out first game. That was awesome. I had the Lions winning this game 28-24. Lions with the win. I'm going to take the Chargers. Um, I like how they looked last week for the most part. Uh, Phillip Rivers looks like he's already back to where he needs to be. Eckler looked great. Uh, Hunter Henry wasn't a really big factor in that game anyway, so I'm not too worried about him not being there. Williams also having some uh, potential injury issues, so we'll keep an eye on him going through the week. Uh, I think he's day-to-day right now. But uh, Keenan Allen, uh, Austin Eckler, and Phillip Rivers can win you a game. The defense is great with Bosa. Um, give me the Chargers in this one. I'm going to take it 35-24. Uh, to 24. Okay. So okay. it seems like it's going to be a close game, though. I mean, yeah. the Kansas has, yeah, has, yeah. Has I don't think game. I don't think the Chargers are going to walk away from any game this week this year. Um, right, nor Detroit. Yep, yeah, same. If they are in contention to win it, uh, next game another division matchup. You have Minnesota heading to Lambeau Field to take on the Green Bay Packers. Uh, pretty good matchup. One of those classic matchups. It's in Green Bay. It's not that time of year yet to where it's fat, weather is really going to play a massive factor. So. Uh, it's it, in my opinion, it's kind of a toss-up. Do you have the spread on that one? Yeah, Green Bay is favored by two and a half. There home. you go. Essentially, yeah. is pick, oh, pretty much a pick them. Yeah. Um, actually, a little bit. There it seems to be leaning a little bit towards Minnesota, and right. I, I actually agree. I am going to take Minnesota in this game too. Uh, I'm not. I like Green Bay. I do. I like their defense. They look great. The offense. I'm still a little concerned about. I know they'll get going, but are they going to get going yet? They they tend to start a little rocky off the bat anyway. So give me Minnesota in this one. I'm going to take them 28 to 21. Dalvin Cook can get rolling, and I think he's setting up himself to have a big year this year, man. They can if be he a very can stay dangerous, healthy. Right, if he can stay healthy, they have a very dangerous team this year. Yes, agreed. And Bobby. obviously if Cousins you know, can stay consistent. Um, yeah, so me in this game, I think Green Bay is going to keep the train rolling after a great game against the Bears. Um, I took the Bears, as a matter of fact, um, that kickoff you know, last Thursday to kick the season off. I thought the Bears were going to actually beat him by 10 points or so. So I think Aaron Rodgers is just starting to get comfortable in himself. And I have Green Bay actually winning that one 23-21 in a very exciting game. Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens. 
I actually do like Aaron Rodgers in this one. I think he's going to get comfortable, so we'll see what happens. Matt, what about you, bud? Yeah, man. So, actually, I have uh, Green Bay taking control of this game. Uh, it's going to be – my score for this game is 31-21 with the, the Vikings scoring a late, a late consolation touchdown. Uh, it, it's – I think Green Bay – the last week was a weird week then for them offensively. Um, yes. And then Kirk Cousins not throwing the ball too much against the Falcons. Ten times. Um you know, I, th- I think Green Bay is going to actually handle this game. They haven't been playing too well with Aaron Rodgers been out, you know, with injuries off and on the past couple of years. So they just – it hasn't been the same at Lambeau Field. And I think uh, first game of the year, uh, it's, they're going to be hype. Um, now I have the Packers winning 31-21. All right. Finally getting away from a bunch of sweeps. Now we've got some uh... – that's going to be a good game. Though. It's going to be a good I'm, I'm game. I'm looking forward to watch that or have it on the red zone or whatnot, but that's going to be a good game. Your next game, Jacksonville at Houston. Uh, I can only imagine the spread is, if not official. Houston's favored by eight yeah. and a half at home. Agree. Yeah. yeah. They got a chip on the shoulder too. So. Oh, yeah. So after last week's game with uh, with with the Saints and uh, obviously Jacksonville losing Foles with a collarbone, uh, with a broken collarbone, uh, it, it's hard for me to go against Houston. I, I will be taking Houston in this one. Gardner Minshew looked great for Jacksonville, but the real problem is on the defensive side. It, it seems like there's still a lot of issues that they need to figure out. And I, I can, I think Deshaun Watson can be that quarterback to get them past their biggest issue is going to be that defensive line versus the offensive line. And that's going to be the key matchup in that game. Problem is, is Clay's Campbell and Ngakwe not practicing this week. They'll probably play, um, but something to keep an eye on getting closer to game time. Josh Allen, I If think, you don't mind me asking, what was it? Just banged up injuries from the yeah, last game? Just, 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 just yeah, bang, up. bang plays and stuff like Nicked that. Up, They'll right. be all right. They'll be back full steam, I, I would assume, this weekend. I think Josh Allen's going to have a good game on the defensive side, the defensive end, not the quarterback. Uh, I think he's going to have a pretty good game. But at the end of the day, uh, the best way to beat Jacksonville is with a good running game and tight ends. Uh, now, they have DeAndre Hopkins, who I assume will be getting shadowed by Jalen the whole game, which – will be a fun matchup. It's going to be really, though, how Kenny Stills and Will Fuller do against Boye and DJ Hayden and Miles Jack. That, that's what we're going to be looking to see on that one. But give me Houston in that one. I don't think they go completely crazy, but give me Houston 35-21. Uh, to 21. And, Wes, um, just before we go on with our picks for Matt and I, Josh Allen, and I actually picked him um, in the uh, draft. How did he do, though, in his rookie debut? Josh Allen. So as far as from a pressure standpoint, Josh Allen did pretty dang good. He was. Uh, I mean, was he getting a lot of? I mean, he wasn't a starter, right? Is he more of a situational? Well, guy no, or? he's he's a starter. So your defensive line. Starters, I don't want to get off topic right now. No, you're though, fine. I was yeah, actually just, really just, looking forward to seeing yeah, what his stats were when I. Not a problem. Just couple re- quarterback hurries or something. Yeah, he he was he was he was all around him. Um, he didn't really get. I don't think he even registered a sack, but. I'll be honest with you about the fourth quarter. I, I was ready to walk out after what happened. <laughs> right. That and a couple um, Bud Lights later. Or Bud Lights yeah, later. yeah a it. couple is definitely the way to put it for now. Um, but, no, it was it was more uh, – there wasn't a whole lot of defensive stuff to be happy about in that game. I mean, Mahomes did his thing. But he did get a couple bang bang uh, couple big hits on uh, on Patrick Mahomes, so, Mahomes. Okay. which actually led to him in, in ending up coming out for a play. It was actually – I believe, if I remember correctly, it was his hit because I remember watching him come around the edge. Right and, and getting a really good hit on him, uh, if not one but multiple times. Um, but I was yeah, just, I was really big on him in the draft, and that's kind of why I went, you know, with the Jags going that route in defense. But, yeah, one tackle, know. one, you know, one assist. Right, nothing, right. Nothing just crazy. getting his feet wet type thing. Yep. Uh, who's your pick? Wes is not going to like this one, but <laughs> you know, right now I just for this for this game I just see 
Houston coming off the loss that they had in the last second field goal. Will Lutz hitting a 58-yard field goal. Deshaun Watson making those great throws. You know, everybody thought they were going to, you know, Houston fans thought they were going to win. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville with Foles going down. Minshew obviously looked great to, you know, it, it actually had one of the best numbers ever for somebody coming back in the game, you know, to start yeah. their career. Films out, you know, just for one, even though it's one game. It's going to be tough for Jacksonville to go into Houston for a team coming off a loss like that. They're practicing real hard. Deshaun Watson's begging for a win. I'm going. In this one, I got Houston 31, Jacksonville 18. All right, Matt. Yeah, so I'm kind of on the uh, kind of on the same lines as uh, with Bobby here. Uh, I have Houston pulling away very well in this game. 30, 35. To 14. Uh, I think Deshaun Watson again, like you said, um, that that loss against the Saints, they were right there. They should have had it uh, in New Orleans. Uh, I think they're going to put a lot of. I mean, you, you heard nothing from JJ Watt last week. Guess what you're going to hear this week? Watch him get two or three sacks, or mm-hmm. watch him watch him be all up in. in he's a worker, space. man. He's going to try to go and definitely make up for you know that. Yeah. Exactly. So, no, I have Houston pulling away at home in this one. Uh, uh, maybe I don't know when they play each other again, you know, later in the year. But this first game, it, it just got Houston all over it. Yeah, I agree, Matt. Yeah, it's – I'd be very – hey, I'm rooting for the Jags. Yes, don't get me wrong. Uh, hey, I'm man. rooting for the Jags, man. I'm just being a realist right now. Hey, I like, am too. I mean – That's I, a tough – you know what? That's a tough stretch right there starting off with KC and then going to Houston. Oh, yeah. And Deshaun, like I say, I'm, I'm calling it right now, yeah. man. Deshaun Watson can mess around and have an MVP-type season right now, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, the way he is playing football and the way he has played football. So, yeah. Next game, uh, <laughs> I was laughing. <laughs> you heard me laughing a minute because I just saw the spread for it. Uh, New England at Miami. Bobby, please give yeah, me the spread. All right. So, yeah, New England is on the road to Miami, favored by 18 oh and a half God. points. <laughs> and, I, I mean, we can sit – you know what? Like, this game just – it's it, to me this is one of the hardest picks to game because everybody uh, to, to uh, the hardest game to pick because <laughs> everybody always thinks that New England is going to blow out Miami but, but they, they don't oh, in Miami they, they don't they, can't. they don't that's why I actually I'll take the lead on this real Go quick ahead. I'm not even going to get into stats and whatnot but I actually have <laughs> you know New England winning 36 to 19 but covering that 18 yeah. and a half I wouldn't even. <laughs> In the back of my mind, I was going to be like, "All right, should I just make this the upset of the pick?" Because I don't even. We don't need to go back and look it up right now. No. But I think the I think the last uh, couple of years they've done it. Last Miami, year on the last second. Uh, for some game. reason, the Dolphins always give them fits, you know. And so, but whatever. I got New England thirty six, Miami nineteen, covering that. They're winning by seventeen, covering that eighteen and a half. I am so <laughs> hard pressed to pick. New England in this game. I might even bet when I do my betting poll right now. Sorry to interrupt. I might even I might even take Miami getting the points in this one. It's I, magic I'm time, baby. You, it, it's a hard way. After such a bad week, week one, I can definitely see that defense or that team coming out wanting to prove. Hey, we're not as bad as we sound. And with as much as going on with the Patriots now with the Antonio Brown, it's the perfect storm. But I have to, t- I have to take New England. I have to take them. Uh, give me, a, give, give me them thirty-five to seven. It, it's, right. it's not close, but I mean, don't be surprised if Miami pulls it out here. Do not be surprised. I would not, I would not be surprised at all. That's one of those that I'll definitely keep an eye on if I'm wherever I'm watching the game at. I'm definitely gonna be looking, keep an eye on the score. Oh yeah, Matt, what you got? 
Oh man, you both listen to both of you guys. I don't know who to pick. I almost want to pick Miami now. It's hard, because, man. It's uh, hard because, like you said, it really is a perfect storm right now. It's like, but then it, it's hard because you heard, you know, all the players talking to their agents yeah. stuff after last week, and it's like, are they? Are you think they're? Are, do you really think they're going to bind together and play just because it's the Patriots, or do you think that, you know, they're so upset with the coaching and everything right. else that? Uh, it, it's hard. I, I gotta go New England though. Gotta go New England. Uh, I'll go. I'll go twenty-eight to ten, New England. Yeah, just such a such a hard one. It, hey, that'll cover the spread, bro. You got that by point five right there, man. That's only eighteen, so that will cover the spread. So. Our our for our our Sunday four oh five game, Kansas City at Oakland Raiders. I think we can all. I, I mean, is anybody picking Oakland here? No, nah, man. I mean, what's the spread in this? I mean, Kansas City's actually, you know, I mean, they're not going that far. I mean, they're going halfway across the country. Kansas City's at, uh, on the road, favored by seven and a half points. I'll just sit here and leave with it. I got Kansas City 34, Oakland 24. I think this is going to be a closer game than a lot of people think. I yes. think John Gruden's actually going to have this team playing a lot of ball. Yep. You know, in his second year. Mahomes and company, even with a Torrey kill, uh, Sammy Watkins having a good game. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a one-time wonder thing with him, but with Kelsey and – Company, I just don't see Oakland beating Kansas City, so I'm going 34-24. Matt? Upset of the week, baby. Oh, there we go. Let's go. Let's go, Raiders. Hey, it happens, Uh, though, Matt. You're right, though. There's an upset every week, man. Yep. Yep. Who's it going to be? Yes, sir. And I think they're going to be hype. I think they're ready. They got a a solid week one win against, uh, you know, the Broncos. You know, they have a good defense still. Uh, Joe Flacco, like I said, is just a guy. (laughs) <laughs> but they have some offensive pieces. Uh, they're not a bad team. Um, Oakland, man, I'm going Oakland in a close game. I think it's. I think they're going to kind of handle Pat Mahomes a little bit. It's going to be, like I said, it's definitely going to be an upset. I got uh, Oakland in this one. Last second field goal, 24-21. All right. Ooh, that I like D it. right there. Yeah. Shutting them down at 21. The black right. hole sucking them points away from the number one yes, offense. Sir. Yeah, <laughs> you know they get live over there in the black hole, man. First That's home game saying, for them man. too. So, yeah, yeah. Um, New Orleans at the Chargers, four twenty-five game. It's in San. Uh, I'm sorry, in Los Angeles. What's the spread? Uh, let me. New Orleans at the Chargers. Half. Two and a half. For the Rams. Oh, oh the Rams are oh, at home. Apologies, it's the Rams. Apologies, that. Was no, the Rams are at home. They're yeah. favored by two and a half points. Yeah. So yeah, you get the Los Angeles Rams there in that one. That's gonna be that's gonna be a hell of a game. Man. Yeah, I'm taking the Rams in that one. Uh, the Rams kind of surprised me with. I mean, they didn't look fantastic, but they looked better than I thought. Uh, I, I keep it simple in this one, just kind of keep it going. But I, I'm gonna take the Rams in this one, just get based off what New Orleans did last week. They're playing on a short week, um, going cross country. Give me give me the Chargers. It's still gonna be a close one, so I'll take them 28-24 Chargers or Rams. Excuse me, Rams 28-24 Rams. Okay, what you got, Matt? All right, so this one, um, this one's, a, this is going to be a really good game. I'm surprised this isn't a the, the Sunday night game or maybe even the Monday night game. Uh, it's going to be close. Oh my, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Rams in this one. Uh, it being at home, they looked a little shaky on offense. I think they'll get it together at home. Uh, I'm looking at a score. It's probably going to be. It's probably going to be a 28-21 somewhere around there. there there's definitely going to be touchdown scored, but I see the Rams pulling this one off. I'm in agreement with you guys. I think it's going to be a entertaining game. Uh, it's not going to be overpoweringly scoring, or it's not going to be low scoring. 
I got the Rams 29, New Orleans 23. Could come down yep. to that, you know, last possession type game. Understood. Exactly. Understood. Uh, leads us into our, our second and final uh, Sunday 425 game. You've got Chicago heading to Denver to play the Broncos. Um, spread? Uh, Bears on the road favored by one and a half. That's a pretty favorable spread for Denver. Yeah, that is. Yeah. That means a lot of the betters out there actually have a little bit of faith in Denver. Yeah. Well, Mahai, it's a it's a different environment when you coming play off there. a loss and coming it's a tough place to play. Home, a, first home game, they're gonna be up for it. A demoralizing loss for the defense as well. Um, I know they're gonna want to prove something, but I think that Chicago is gonna come in there and I think they're gonna get the job done. I think it's gonna be the defensive side that gets them the win. Uh, look for if that if that Denver defense just game plans for Allen Robinson, they should be able to get the win honestly because that's everywhere that Trubisky threw it. Um, but give me Chicago. Uh, it, it will be a close one. I'll take them 2017. A lot of field goals. Okay. Yep. I'll go on this one right now. I don't think it's going to be that close. I think the bears, you know, coming off that game, that loss against, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, you know, at home, they're going to be hungry. They practice real hard this week. I kind of think they'll run away with this one. I think the defense really shows up and I think Mac shows up. I got Chicago 18, Denver three. All right. Matt, what you got? I have – it's going to be – I think it's, this is another – man. I mean, NFL these days is – there's so much parity. You really don't know what's going to happen week in and week out. I love it. I do. I love it. Um, any team can win any any given Sunday. Like they say, I have the Broncos winning this game. Okay. Um, yeah, I have the Broncos winning this one, man. Uh, I know Joe Flacco is just a guy, but <laughs> – He's a guy who's going to win this Sunday, I'll tell you that much. There you go. Speaking of Sunday, leading into our Sunday night game, our 820 NBC game, Philly at Atlanta, Atlanta's home opener. Um, Matt, I'm going to give you the, the lead in this one, but Bobby, let's uh, let's hear that spread. Close spread right here. Philly's on the road, favored by one and a half. What nope. you got, Matt? Yes, sir. So uh, I think the Falcons are going to – Definitely come back from last week's uh, miserable loss there. I think we're really going to – Dan Quinn's going to get these guys to practice extra, extra hard. Uh, we haven't beat Philly in a while. Uh, going, I mean, we've lost – it was the opener of last year's season and then um, in the playoff loss before that. Um, I think both of those games – yeah, but, so the playoff loss and the, the home opener loss were against Nick Foles. So this will be – I believe, yeah, this will be the first time we've played Carson Wentz leading the Eagles. Um, it's going to be a good game. I think we're going to buckle down. It's going to be a high-scoring affair. Our defense uh, normally gets together later in the year. Um, it's going to be it's going to be a 34-31 Atlanta victory. Ooh. There yeah. we go. Yep. There you go. I think first one on the board. Yep. Bobby, what do you got? Got to get it. I'm kind of with you, Matt. I'm telling you right now. Um, I think Atlanta. I think Atlanta. I think Atlanta's going to come out strong, man. I don't want to get into details. You know that loss up in Minnesota. I just don't Lovely. see a team like Atlanta. You know, not practicing so hard this week. You know that. You know was a definitely a disappointing. You know performance by them on a lot of people's behalfs, like especially yours. Um, Philly's obviously very strong. You know, Carson Wentz look good. good. You know, they're a good team, but they're going down to Mercedes-Benz Dome. I think it's going to be a very close game. Then I think my man Marcus Trufant from UW is going to get a pick six and win this game 24-21 to Atlanta. 24-21, right. yeah. baby. 
Yes, right. sir. Oh, rise up. So, Atlanta, huh? Yep. So, so, so they kind of bit me in the ass last week, and I'm a little upset about it. But the, <laughs> <laughs> that being said, again, it, like you said, you made a good point. It is a home game. Uh, they're definitely going to want to step up from last week, and I think they do step up, but I don't think they get the win. I'm going to take Philadelphia in this one, and I'm taking Philadelphia because they watched last week how quickly a game can get out of hand, so look for them to get going early and often, which could take away the run game from Atlanta. And if it becomes a one-dimensional game for Atlanta, don't get me wrong, Julio catch balls over you all day long, but it's a matter of Matt Ryan getting them there correctly, which most times, more than not, I have faith in them. But I think at the end of the day, it's going to be Philly in a shootout and my highest-scoring game of the week, 31-35. Okay. All right. So pretty much we have an anybody's game on this one. Yep. Um, That brings us to our Monday night 815 ESPN game. You've got the Cleveland Browns going to the New York Jets. I don't know who planned that one out, but that's a that's a 2-0-1 teams looking that 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 start out with disappointing losses trying to get a dub. Um, You mind if I take the lead on this one? It's all yours. All right, man. So the Cleveland is on the road at the Jets. Cleveland is favored by two and a half points. I see a rebound. All right. I'm not saying that Cleveland is going to be the team that everybody wants them to be or thought they were going to be. But I think that we're going to see a big rebound by Patrick Mahar. I'm sorry, by Baker Mayfield. Mayfield, And I don't know if Odell Beckham is going to be wearing his $350,000 watch this game or not. He's going to plan on doing that. Um, I see a big turnaround for the the Cleveland faithful. I think they're going to roll in this game. I got Cleveland 33, Jets 13. I'm just not really sold on the Jets, man. Yeah, I'm not sold on the Jets either, and I'm not. And, and we talked about this earlier in the preseason. You know, I, I think the Cleveland Browns are about a year away from being a really good football team. It's just going you know, to depend on the coaching. Um, I'm taking Cleveland in this one. I'm taking them in at uh, 28 to uh, 28-17. Uh, I think Darnold will get going early, but I think Cleveland's going to come back, basically say, look, there's all these all-stars on this team. We can't afford to lose another game. Let's go out there and get the dub, and I think they do get it done for Freddie Kitchens, who at this point is, in my opinion, based off last week, more of a figurehead than anything else. Bro, if they lose this game, like, it's pandemonium. period, and why against the Jets, yeah. yeah. It, it, hey, it, Matt, that dumpster fire shit is for real, then. A <laughs> dumpster fire could be shifted over to Cleveland, if that's the case, I'm man. Sorry, I got a little carried away. I was very upset. <laughs> Matt, who do you have in this Monday night matchup? Oh, Lord. Um... This one is going to be a lot closer than I think a lot of people think it is. Um, just the Jets being at home, it's Monday night. They're going to want to show out. Le'Veon Bell is going to want to ball out. Sam Darnold's going to want to ball out. But that loss that the Browns had last week is kind of like the same, I feel, with the Falcons and their embarrassing loss. Um, I just – the Browns have too much talent, man. They just have too much talent on that team not to – be able to to beat at least these New York this New York Jets team. Right. Um, I got them winning um, 27 to 18. 27 18 Cleveland coming away with the victory in Matt's eyes. That's going to be another sweep for Cleveland. So hopefully they don't do us dirty this week. Hey, a lot more sweeps than we had uh, last week. We had nine sweeps this week, which is crazy. Oh, wow. A lot of sweeps. So well, that's all it takes is just seeing, you know, now, we get, now we're getting our feet wet, just kind of seeing yep. what everybody has out there. So Yep, after this week, look for a lot of separation that start happening. Yep. Now, we're again, all of us, are we survived week one of our uh, So we're going to do our league. survivor right now. We're yep. going to do our survival picks. Matt, do you have your survival pick? Ooh. Um, 
what's my uh, let's see. So you uh just to confirm uh so your your lock Seattle. last week was Seattle, so you can no longer right, pick right, Seattle. Right, right, exactly. Uh, my lock for this week, I I'm pretty sure I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna just go ahead and take uh take my Patriots off the way. I'm just gonna go ahead and pick that one. Go ahead and take get the them out of the way right there. He's gonna go ahead yeah, and take the this, Patriots. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's a pretty safe bet. Yep. Who's up next, Wesme? Go ahead, Bobby. All right. You know what? My survivor pick this week is going to be Baltimore over Arizona. Baltimore at home. So Baltimore at home. I'll get rid of Baltimore on this one. (laughs) Baltimore at home. I'm going to go ahead. Another good one. My lock is going to be actually Kansas City over Oakland. Um, I think Kansas City basically after they did what they did last week against Jacksonville, and I got to see them straight up. Uh, I'm I'm very impressed by that team. So I think Kansas City is going to get the win in Oakland, no problem. Uh, that's going to be my lock. Kansas City over Oakland is my lock, uh, and that's going to wrap it up. We've got. I'm sorry, West, did you have Kansas City? That's going to be City. Yep, Kansas yep. City is going to be my lock of the week. So. Hopefully they can come through for me in the clutch. <laughs> um, but those are – Yeah, I think we're pretty safe on those, but you yep. never know. I mean, you last know. week, you know, Seattle scared the heck out of me. Yeah, so, didn't they? Didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Um, with that, that's going to wrap it up. We got a way longer show for you this week, about an hour and a half worth of uh, hopefully good information for you, some fun information. Pretty good episode. We'll see how we do on our picks. Bobby, you are leading the way at 10-6. and six. Matt and Wes, we are tied at 8-8, eight and eight, hoping to get above that 500 mark. Any last comments before we head off there, Bobby? No comments. Um, good stuff. The season's upon us. We'll be back hopefully, you know, well, definitely next week sometime. I'd say Wednesday is kind of the target day. Yeah, we Anything, might try, you know, yeah. Like Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, or whatnot. We but, might sneak um, in another episode this week as well, so nothing out of the uh, nothing out of the question just yet. Uh, but we'll, Just hope no more Antonio Brown. Actually, you know what? When I was outside earlier during our break, <laughs> I actually saw some news that um, – you guys can just go look it up online. <laughs> we don't even talk about it. <laughs> it changes by the half hour or so. Matt, you got anything else before uh, we sign off? Gosh. Peace up, A-Town Down. Oh, yeah. Oh, all right. And I'm going to go ahead and finish with everybody. Have a great weekend. Enjoy Week 2 football. I uh, Remember, take a minute today and just think about it. Think about 9-11 and have yourselves a great day. Life is good. Love life. This is the Extra Point. Have a good one. Later. Peace.